Hi everyone, my name is Devin Blankenbiller. I'm one of the pastors at Abundant Life Church and I hope you had an incredible Christmas with your families and I hope you're getting a little bit of rest in between this week before New Year's Day. And I just want to give you some quick encouragement from the Word of God just to take advantage of this week as we turn the page into the new year. I want to encourage you to have some selective memory. I got four children, all teenagers now, but over the years, man, they had some great selective memory. You know, like the time I told my six-year-old daughter that, hey, you can get the cat when you're eight years old, and I thought she would forget about it, but no, she didn't forget about it. She went home. She wrote it down that day. She counted down the day. She was so excited for her eight-year-old birthday, and I had to deliver on that. She remembered it. You know, my kids can forget that they promised to clean their room one day, and then when nighttime comes, it's like, hey, you were going to clean your room. You said, oh, I forgot. You know, sometimes they have selective memory. Sometimes we have selective memory. Sometimes it's okay to have selective memory. And going into 2024, I want to encourage you to actually have some selective memory. What do I mean by that? I want to encourage you this week to take some time to look back and to remember selectively the great things that God has done in your life. You know, it says in Psalms 77 11, it says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old and I will ponder all your work and meditate on your deeds. There is a blessing that comes into our lives when we take focused time to remember the good work that God has done. And when we look back, we don't have to just look back to 2023. We can look back over our entire life and remember God's hand has been on our lives. Times that we've seen it and know it, even times we weren't even following God, but yet he was good to us. And I want to encourage you to take time to look back. I want to encourage you to take maybe 30 minutes or an hour. Listen, personally, you can do this privately just with a journal, just journaling a little bit or with your phone, writing some ways down. You can do this by reading some of your past journals. You can do this by looking through your photo stream or looking through your calendar if you keep one. And just remember, oh yeah, I did this. Or oh yeah, God did this and he blessed us. I would even encourage you to take some time as a family, if you have one, to do it together. I know one of our traditions as a family between Christmas and New Year, we always have a meal, just the six of us. We bring a whiteboard and we just journal or we write down bullet points of the good things that God has done. And we all go around multiple, multiple times saying the big things that God brought into our lives, the big blessings that God brought into our lives in 2023. And so I'm excited to do that with them. Listen, I want to also encourage you to look back financially. I mean, has God provided for you in 2023? Maybe the year was leaner, right? We dealt with inflation. I know in our household, it's been a lean year. But you know what? I want to look back and I want to thank God and remember, God, you provided everyone of my needs. I think this is what Paul meant when he wrote in Philippians 4. He says, I've learned in whatever situation to be content. I know how to be brought low. I know how to abound. In any and every situation, I've learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me, right? I mean, what a great passage for us 
it could have been a tough time financially, or maybe you're just abounding in blessings. But either way, we can say, God, you're the one who provides. We can look back on just ways that God used us to give to people in need or give to the kingdom of God. And we can say, God, thank you for letting me give. Thank you for using me. We do this as a family, and I would encourage you to consider to do that as well. Listen, also have selective memory and forget some things, right? I think it's good sometimes to forget some painful moments, to forget some hurt that other people have caused in our life, even to forget some sin and mistakes that we've made, right? Hebrews 12 is one of my favorite passages. Verse 1 and 2 says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge cloud of witnesses, um, to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set out before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Do you hear that? We throw off the sin. You know, we throw off any sin that's currently in our life. We throw off sin from the past. We forget it. We keep our eyes on Jesus. He is our righteousness. He is the one who forgives us. He is the initiator and the perfecter of our faith, right? And so all that junk in the past, we can just throw away, right? I mean, listen, if if you haven't confessed sin in your life, it's good to confess that sin. If you haven't turned from your sin, yeah, it's good to start there. But once you've done that, that sin is gone. That sin's in the past. Forget about it, right? I love Micah 7.19 says, God, you will trample our sins under your feet and throw them into the depths of the ocean. What an incredible picture for us. God takes all of our sin and mistakes and he throws it in the depth of the ocean, right? And if God threw it in the depth of the ocean, why would we want to bring it back out, right? Forget it. It's in the past. Instead, what should we do? We press forward into what God has for us. We turn the page into the next chapter of our life that God has. And the question would be, God, what do you have for me in this new year? So in the same way that you can take a little time to just stop and say, God, what are some good things that God has done? We can look forward to say, God, what do you want for my new year? Here's four simple questions you can ask yourself. If you get alone, if you're praying, if you're just, you know, taking some time to even journal or even taking time with your spouse or a loved one, just four simple questions. Here's one. What is one thing that God would want me to start doing? in 2024. What's just one thing? One thing that would be good in my life. One thing that would maybe even help me grow closer to God. What's one thing? Next question would be, what's one thing that I should stop doing? Just a simple question. It doesn't have to be sinful or even morally wrong, but maybe there's some things that are okay, but not best for your life, right? I mean, it says it in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. It says, all things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. And sometimes we need to stop and look and say, maybe this isn't beneficial to my life and I should stop doing that. Or maybe I should stop this commitment because God's given me a greater purpose in my life. Here's question number three. What's something that you used to do that was really good for your life and you stopped doing it and you need to start again? Listen, there are a lot of disciplines in our life that are hard to keep, right? It's hard to eat healthy. It's hard to exercise. It's hard to read the Bible every day. But just because we stop doing something good doesn't mean that God might not be calling us to pick it back up again, 
right? Sometimes we need to use these moments in our life to say, I was doing this and it was really beneficial to my life and I want to start doing it again. And the last question I'd have you ask is, what's something that you stopped doing and you started doing again and you know you shouldn't be doing that? Or you know that it's just not beneficial to your life. And you know that there was a season where you weren't doing that at all and then all of a sudden you fell back into a bad habit. And it might be a good time for you to just ask yourself that question. And when God brings these things to mind, can I encourage you to pray and say, God, if you're bringing these things to mind, then you will give me the strength to do them and to apply them to my lives, right? I, I just love what Philippians chapter 3, what Paul says. He says, brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I mean, what an incredible call that we have. We're going to receive a prize one day when we stand before God, right? So we need to press into what God has. We need to take action and take hold of what God has for our lives. And I want to encourage you to do that. Get alone. Listen to God. Get alone and journal. Get alone and talk with a mentor or your spouse or a friend or a spiritual encourager in your life as you look into this new year. Remember, the goal is not to be like someone else. The goal is not to be someone like someone on TV or some influencer on YouTube. The goal is not to be like some pastor. The goal is to be a follower of Jesus Christ. How God calls you is going to be different how God calls me, but we are following him. Listen, as we do this, let me just encourage you to not be fearful to turn the page into 2024. As you might have seen, I'm wearing a Grover shirt here that says, you turn the page. And Grover is one of the characters from Sesame Street. And there is a book that Grover started called The Monster at the End of the Book. This was a special book to my family as I read it to my kids almost every night for a certain season of their lives. And so my daughter just got me this shirt for Christmas when she saw it. I love it. And um, the premise of the book is that Grover explains to the readers that at the end of the book, there's a monster and we're scared of the monster and we don't want to get to the end of the book. So he's trying, every page he's trying to stop you from turning the next page. And when you turn the page, he gets all excited. He's like, you turn the page. He gets all excited about it. And then the next page, you're trying to stop you from doing it. You turn the page again. You say, you turn the page again. And kids love it and they laugh and I tickle them and all that kind of stuff. And it's just a great book to read. And when you get to the end, Instead of finding this scary monster, you know who the monster is at the end of the book? It's Grover. He's like, oh, it's just me. I'm the fun, lovable, friendly monster at the end of the book. There's nothing to be afraid of, right? And, and it gives us an analogy a little bit to our lives. Because as we turn the page into 2024, some of us might be afraid to turn the page. Some of us might be afraid of what this year has in store for us. Some of us might be afraid to let go of what's in the past, but isn't it awesome that as we put our faith in Jesus Christ, there is no monster at the end of the book. 
right? It says that death has lost its sting, right? As we keep turning pages on our life, there's no monster there, right? There's eternity. Psalms 23 says, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I mean, that is encouraging, right? But we press into that and we take hold of what God has for our lives. So I want to just encourage you for anybody who might be afraid to turn the page, might be afraid to let go. Maybe you're afraid to make changes in your life. Maybe your thought is, I just need to keep everything status quo and not not do anything to upset the cart because you're scared. Listen, that's not the voice of God. We need to turn the page and we need to run into the new year and into the plans that God has for our lives. They're great. And God will give us courage and strength to encounter every obstacle that's ahead of us. So I bless you with that word today. Listen, take some time to look back. Take some time to see the good things that God has done. Take some time to just forget about all the junk as we turn away from any sin in our lives, right? And take some time to press forward and allow God to speak to you about the great things that he wants for 2024 for you and for your family. God bless you.